you're listening to In The Know, a collection of career development insights and leadership experiences from INSEAD, the business school for the world. Executive career development can be an integral part of growth and success in the workplace. Without this ongoing dedication to personal growth and development, executives risk allowing their skill set to become outdated or surpassed by those who lead the pack in specialised knowledge. Committing to professional development is key for any individual looking to grow with the ever-changing business landscape. Investing the time and the resources into effective career development is an important decision that can lead to long-term professional rewards for those who embrace it. Today we are joined by Mike Wirt, the Assistant Director of Executive Career Development and Career Coach on the Europe Campus. Mike has made multiple career changes to his work countries, sectors and functional roles and has been working with INSEAD for the last 10 years. Mike holds a certificate for coaching, for leadership and professional development from the Tavistock Institute in London, a postgraduate certificate in education and a bachelor's in international business and French. He is also part of the INSEAD Alumni Network, having graduated from INSEAD's Management Acceleration Program. Among many of the things that Mike shared with us, he mentioned the importance of having a career coach. You know, just due to the competitive nature of uh, interviewing and um, and the importance of, uh, of fit, um, sometimes people are disappointed. And then um, it's, uh, you know, important to have someone that you can talk through that with and to re-strategize and to think about where you go next and how that's changed your priorities. Um, so it's really being able to take stock of, um, of what's happened and having someone there with you um, if, when you're making sort of um, uh, decisions or if you're having difficulty with p- particular decisions, then um, yeah, you can come to the career coaches at that stage. So let's get in the know with Mark Wirt. You are listening to a podcast from INSEAD, the business school for the world. Welcome to the show, Mike. Pleasure to to have you. Obviously, I know you quite well, but introducing yourself to the audience, yeah, please. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, thanks for having me, Luke. Of course. Um, yeah, so my name is uh, Mike Wirt, and I work within the career coaching and education team uh, within INSEAD's Career Development Centre. Um, so I work with uh, participants of the Global Executive MBA program, what we call the GEMBA. And as their dedicated career coach, um, I work with them um, to think about where they're going in their in their career and really my role is to help them to get from where they are now to where they are going next and uh, we can we can help with the reflection stage in terms of strategizing and uh, also with the with the execution in terms of your career like where have, how have you sort of positioned yourself like how have you got to where you are today like where what is Mark's career journey look like? Yeah, so I mean, it's a it's a long and winding road, I would say. <laughs> um, and I feel like a, a cat who's had many, many lives. Um, so I started my life in the UK. And uh, I think I was the first person in my family to go to university. Oh, nice. um, I was raised in quite a rural um, environment. And I don't think many people have been to university um, in my village. Um, and uh, really... I found it sort of a huge opportunity to um, 
to move to different places and to learn um, from different environments. Um, so I did my studies in, in France, studied business, um, and then uh, worked in, uh, in marketing. I uh, worked in various sales roles, also spent some years uh, working as a secondary school teacher in the UK um, and in other um, sort of educational um, environments. So I, I guess um, in terms of organisations, um, some startup uh, sort of very, very fledgling um, ventures and then other large corporates um, across, uh, across different sectors, um, tech, uh, banking, um, independent agencies, um, etc. And then I joined INSEAD um, just over 10 years ago. And really that's where I um, found uh, my place. Um, it sort of seemed to, to bring a lot of aspects of who I am as a person uh, together. I really enjoy the international environment. Um, I myself was an international student and uh, I like meeting people from lots of uh, different backgrounds and different places. Um, and I love uh, learning, and it's uh, it's great to be surrounded um, by, you know, high energy, positive uh, people in such a, a diverse uh, learning environment as um, as INSEAD. So, um, at INSEAD, I've had a, a few different roles, and I guess with each role that I've had throughout my career, I'm trying to get um, closer to who I am uh, as a person, closer to my true um, personality, my values, my strengths, my interests. Um, and uh, yeah, this, this uh, most recent role is, is really a very, very close fit. So I'm uh, grateful to have the, the opportunity to be working with the, with the Gemba participants. Great. And we'll go into a bit more detail, I guess, about, about that role. But before we do, uh, I'd like to ask people, like, what are some of their key achievements or a key highlight that you, you're really happy and proud to have achieved in your career to date? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was reflecting on that. And I think, um, you know, one, one I'm very proud of, uh, of working with the Gembers uh, in, in my current role. And it has been a little bit of a functional shift compared to my last role. So I was um, working as a recruiter um, at INSEAD for the MBA program. Um, so um, traveling around the, the globe and sort of running different recruitment events and meeting a lot of prospective students. And I identified that uh, I had a, a passion for, for coaching uh, and uh, I guess all of my roles have been sort of people-facing, uh, customer-facing roles. Um, and so I, I started to sort of follow this interest and in getting getting more involved in uh, coaching activities and uh, attending different events, listening to different podcasts, reading, reading books. Um, and the more in information I gathered, that sort of uh, confirmed my, uh, my passion for the, for the topic. Uh, I then... Um, know thought within INSEAD you know an environment which I really appreciate where would I be able to use those um, those skills and within the career development center um, we have career coaches um, and also um, sector specialists advisors on on the different sectors and I thought well maybe that's an area where I could look to move uh, move into um, when I reflected on my own skill set um, there were some things missing, um, so I 
thought that I would want to do a um, a coaching certification to to give myself credibility in the in the the role. Um, and the other thing that I needed to do was to um, to learn from others who were already working within that environment. So I started to to reach out to them and really to develop my network um, in the um, the coaching and career development uh, space, and that served. Uh, served me well. Um, so after piloting um, uh, coaching activities in my free time um, and then making a decision to, to position myself for um, this type of role, then um, I was able to, to connect with a lot of people who helped me understand um, the, the skills that would be required for the role and to give me a, a, a f sort of idea in terms of um, how I could be successful in the role. Um, and then when, when an opportunity <clears throat> presented itself and became available, then uh, I could clearly articulate the value that I would uh, bring, bring to the role. And I had a number of people that were able to sort of offer their, um, their time to give me sort of tips and advice on uh, how to manage the interview process and um, how, to, um, how to do well. Um, and so I guess I'm really really pleased to have the role because I think it's a it's a great fit for myself and I've been through a similar process to the one that, that students will go through mm. and uh, at the same time um, I think that the pre-work that I did in in preparing to make the the transition um, also enabled me to get up to speed really quickly when I when I started in the role so um, um, yeah I think there's a, a real nice synergy between uh, your role and, and the, almost the process you've gone through yourself. You know, sort of thinking as, as you're talking there that it's, uh, you know, we all have thoughts about, you know, how can we be better in, in our jobs and our, in our personal lives and et cetera. But it's rare to get the opportunity to, to act on our thoughts and, and reflections. Um, but, yeah, you seem to have gone through that path. And I guess that's part of the role of, of what you do now in, in helping people reflect on, you know, how do we align to our own values and our own positions in our careers. Um, let's come back to the, that but uh, I guess first of all what is a, a career coach uh, what is career coaching you know coaching is quite a buzzword at the moment everyone seems to be wanting to, to coach or, or help in coaching or mentoring mm -hmm. what is a career coach yeah so I guess um, the, the career the role of the career coach is really to help people uh, reflect about their careers really to take stock and um, of what they've achieved already and to think about what they like about their, their current roles and to, to think about different options for, um, for future roles uh, and, and then to help them strategize and to be with them um, throughout their, their journey. Um, so that could involve helping them um, with their research, um, outreaching to, to different um, different people, perhaps people that have done things that they'd like to do, um, helping them develop their marketing materials. So that could be preparing their CV um, and thinking about how they'll present themselves on, on LinkedIn. And it could also be um, working on their pitch. So asking them to reflect on their brand um, and to really think about how they can add value um, to particular organisations and how they can adapt their um, their marketing materials to um, 
to show how, how they can bring that value. Um, so um, it's, it's quite different from um, other types of coaching. I guess that there are at INSEAD, um, the, the Gemba students um, on the executive MBA, they, they also have um, leadership coaching um, and that's more um, focused around their, their leadership style and how they interact um, uh, within their, their roles, um, sort of leading organizations. Um, this is very much on the on the career side, so there is a little bit of an overlap in terms of um, in terms of identity, in terms of motivation, and where people are are, are wanting to go. Um, but um, the career coaching is very much um, helping them to um, to progress in their in their career. And so, I also touched upon like. Uh difference between mentoring maybe because you know you hear about mentors and you know people offering mentorship um, opportunities or, or being mentors to to other people underneath them um what's the difference between coaching and mentoring yeah so um normally mentors they are imparting their advice on others so often uh it could be that they already have had that experience in the past. Um, for example, it could be someone that's at a in a board level position, um, and maybe they're they're getting to the end of their career, and um, their experiences leading organisations might benefit uh, people that are looking to um, progress into more senior roles. So they're really giving their their tips, their advice um, through their own experience. Um, coaching, on the other hand, um, we're not giving answers to um, to our coaches. We're really questioning them, uh, mirroring and reflecting back, um, so that they they can hear um, their own uh, their own thoughts and gain greater clarity through uh, through us maybe rephrasing. Um, so we can broaden their thinking, um, and, but we think that they they are the people that know themselves the best, and they have the answers to their own um, uh, their own motivation. Their own uh, they know what what makes them uh, sort of excited and what sets them on fire. So um, uh, we we let them sort of drive the process. It sounds to me uh, the analogy that came to my mind is like the the old school switchboard where you know you've taking one call out and plugging it into another section so so is that the role you sort of play you're you're more or less listening to the feedback that's coming in and you're directing you know that that to other resources and other other options that are available to them they can further investigate themselves sure that? sure yeah i mean um, Gemba, Gemba students are very, uh, very busy. Mm. Um, they're also very smart, so they can they can do a lot in a short period of time. But on the program, uh, when they're on campus uh, for um, the academic modules, uh, they have very little uh, free time um, because they they want to learn as much as they can from the from the the professors, and they have a sort of social activities and other assignments to do as well. Mm. Um, so my main um, sort of means of interacting with them is is virtually, and normally that's when they're back uh, working um, in their company. So they're yep. they're they're doing full time jobs. Um, they're managing the academic content. They're managing their families, um, and they're they're managing their career um, development at the same time. 
Um, so part of my role is to help them uh, identify the right resources uh, for them. And each participant is is really very different. Um, they're coming from from a variety of different countries uh, from all over the world. So they have a lot of um, different cultural backgrounds. They're working in different sectors. Um, they've had different different work experiences. Um, some have been climbing the ladder and they've got to a stage where they're looking to, to maybe accelerate their career towards more senior roles. Um, and they're looking for, um, for help in terms of gaining the skill set of, uh, of a general manager. Um, others, um, they may have been entrepreneurs in the past, um, but they've not really studied business and they'd like to, to get more of a solid foundation. Um, and then there are other people that, you know, they've been working for some time, they've had some success, but they decide that that's really not who they are as a person. That's not what they like doing. And they're thinking about making some kind of a, of a change. Sure. Um, and so um, it's one opportunity for them to reflect i think the um the gemba experience is a it's a very intense experience mm. um and rarely do um the the gemba participants have a lot of time to reflect um in their normal um sort of busy lives yeah. um so um to be able to interact with a team of around 40 career professionals um, during the program is a way of uh, yeah, having dedicated time to, to think about how they make the most of their um, the rest of their careers and uh, the rest of their lives and to, to reflect on yeah, how they want to spend that time. Yeah, I guess, and, and filling sort of our, our listeners in that aren't aware, I mean, the MBA, traditional MBA program is is pretty easy to explain, but the EMBA is slightly different and it's more targeted at sort of more senior professionals. Um, so they, they don't, it's not a full-time program, it's what's called a modular or a part-time program. Uh, participants generally come on campus for a couple of weeks um, and then they go back to their careers, to their roles to their jobs whatever it might be for a couple of months and then they come back to campus again so that and that cycle goes on for you know however long 18 months or so so that's I guess the as you said the really intense nature of the program is that you've got all this learning and networking and all the facets of the program just squeezed into this two-week period and then there's opportunities to go back in your own time and learn on the job and yeah, just all sorts of things. So yeah, it's an interesting program and it is similar but different to the MBA program. And on those similar differences, the career coach, it's a, it's a thing obviously offered to the MBA students as well, a big part of the, the traditional MBA program. How is career coaching for executives different to career coaching for say the MBA audience? That's a very good question. So I think in terms of the resources that the centre offers, um, the you know the resources of the centre are available um, to all, all populations at INSEAD. Um, so we have yeah, teams of career coaches, we have sector advisors um, who are the the links between organisations and um, and students, um, and they can give great insights in terms of uh, trends um, in different sectors, and to give an understanding of what the skills are that are required for different roles, and uh, how to best prepare for for that recruitment. Um, recruitment at MBA level is um, likely to be more. Um, 
standardized in 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 many cases um so it could be that there's a a clear timeline to the recruitment and um uh, every student will be going through a similar process uh, in, t- in terms of preparing sure. um, uh, to to, um, to meet with recruiters, etc. Um, at executive MBA level, um, it's more of a bespoke process. So for more senior roles, um, often um, if if somebody loses somebody in their in their team. Um, then that person is likely to be replaced through personal networks, professional networks, um, you know, somebody that they trust and know uh, who they believe that could could do a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so the first place that people would turn is, is to their networks uh, when they're trying to fill um, positions. So the, the approach for executive MBA uh, students is very much a, a networking approach. And um, there's no specific timeline to positions becoming available. Um, also, the numbers of positions are likely to be, um, you know, they'll, they'll be looking for one person to do a particular role, sure. not for, um, you know, 50 people to do a similar role. Yep. Um, and for the more senior positions, um, they're more, um, they, they're, more well defined in terms of the skills and the experience that's required for um, for some of those more senior roles. So, um, um, yeah, I, I've read a stat on on our website saying that while over half uh, of our participants have either moved uh, with any new company to your geography or function um, or created their own venture, so so there's a lot of you know um, career activity going on in the MBA. One of the most common questions I found online was that how will the EMBA help my career Um, and how will it help me as an executive opposed to the traditional MBA? Why do people seem to be attracted to the EMBA to to look for career enhancement rather than say, you know, looking at leadership um, functions or hard skills that, you know, that may be applicable to some of the more um, full-time programs, should we say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, executive MBA students, uh, participants, they're they're more uh, mature, so they're at a different life stage to MBA um, students or uh, or MIM students, fresh fresh, um, sort of recently graduated uh, students. so they really know themselves pretty well, and I think um, their priorities also may may change um, at that stage of life. Um, so, yeah, but people people start to know themselves better, and then want to make the the best use of their their skills and the best use of their time, and to have roles that um, fit well with uh, with whatever criteria they have um, in in terms of what they're looking for. Um, uh, yeah, I mean it's it's very it's very personal, and um, you know what is important to one person is is very different from the next person. For sure, yeah. Um, so when you have people with different needs, then the solutions are also very very different. Mm. Um, and would you say that's more likely, more prevalent with the EMBA crowd compared to the MBAs? Maybe the MBAs are more. A lot of them have a similar goals or similar hopes that they achieve out of the MBA, whereas in the MBA, as you said, they're very 
very unique in one could be looking a completely different thing to the next person right next to Yeah, time. I mean, I, th- I think a diversity of objectives definitely exists on um, for MBA students as well. Um, but there are um, sort of some, some recruiters um, that would recruit for, for similar roles. Um, and if those roles are attractive to, to MBA students, then it can be that more than one person would go in that direction. So um, um, the way of preparing for those roles would be, would be quite similar. Yeah, um, Many uh, GEMBA students are approaching uh, midlife. Yeah. Uh, I think late 30s is one of the average age that could particularly come up for sort of the, the, the EMBA program. Uh, they may love what they do, but they do not believe they have reached their full potential. Mm-hmm. You, you just touched upon that before, but uh, what sort of resources do we offer them to to help guide them through that that mm. sort of conundrum? Yeah, yeah. So we have uh, it's a it's a good um, it's a good summary. So yeah, some some have been progressing well, and they may have got to a point where they're thinking, okay, I can't go any further in what I'm doing. Um, and so it might be a good time to to upskill themselves, um, to come to INSEAD, um, to learn about um, general management topics and to get that skill set so that they can then um, deliver in, in more senior roles. Mm-hmm. And uh, that can really give them that leadership experience and the, the credibility to be, um, to be more successful um, at, at a more senior level. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in terms of the resources um, available, we have the, the career coaching team. We also have the, um, the sector advisors um, and we produce a lot of online content for the, the executive MBAs, um, which is designed to help them develop their skills um, from a career perspective yeah. and also to, um, to help them learn about different, different sectors and different um, dynamics that they may be finding in in the uh, career space so um uh, but it's designed so that they can access that from anywhere um wherever they wherever they are um and they can attend sessions live or they can if they're you know suddenly find themselves uh, that they've been pulled in to a meeting uh, and they can't attend the session um, then they can um, catch up on the recordings in their in their own time. With the resources, is there anything the listener can um, sort of pick up or read, or potentially get some more insights on this this program and audience, and, and maybe some of the content resources they're they're sort of receiving? Mm. Yeah. So I mean, um, so the website provides a lot of uh, information. Uh, in terms of how to apply to the program and in terms of um, the, the program content and also the career development that you could expect to have. Um, so um, the careers team produce a um, employment report. Yep. Um, we'll put the, so, the so you, link in the description. That will give an understanding of the types of transitions that people have made yep. and uh, some of the some of the choices they've made and um, some of the trends. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're interested in finding out more um then um that would be something to 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 look into sure uh i would also say if um you know often when you're trying to uh, evaluate whether something is is going to be a fit for you or not then it's important to speak to people who are in that situation now so um linkedin is is uh, sort of widely used and uh, very popular 
and it's very easy to identify people that are currently studying at INSEAD, whether it's on the on the Global Executive MBA or or on the full time MBA program. And uh, yeah, maybe if you reach out to them and say, "Hey, could we set up a set up a Zoom call?" and um, can you tell me about your experience? Then that would give you more information and from from people that have experienced the program firsthand. Mm. Very good. We'll put some of those details, as I said, in the in the show notes so people can find some more. I guess one final question, um, because I think you know I've never really had a chance with uh, with to have a career coaching session you know we've talked about it uh, it's available on the uh, on the programs and and one of the great pieces of uh, resource that people can use while they're on the program but people might be out there considering hmm, maybe I should look at you know uh, getting a career coach or you know going through that process where I can reflect and and make some decisions about my career and what that might hold in the future what can you sort of go through the common so, you know, let's assume it was the first session you, you had with an individual. What would be the typical process or, you know, the typical things that you would look to, to discuss with that individual? Yeah. So, I mean, every every session is is very different, but there are a few sort of common uh, themes to normally the first uh, session. Um, so really my... Um, my role is really to try and understand where the person is and to meet them wherever they are. Um, so, um, yeah, normally I'll start the session. I'll ask how, how their day is going. I'll ask how they want to spend the time and um, to leave it open for them to uh, fill the space, which is with whatever is most meaningful to them um, at the time. Um, so that can be... Um, them sharing about their their current job, talking about sort of previous positions they've had, maybe talking about career objectives they have, um, and um, and then my role is really to help them um, um, to gain some some clarity in terms of what they know and what they don't know, um, to maybe expand their thinking to to other options, um, and really they'll leave um, the the conversation with um, some some action points um, another um, part of the the first session would be spent um, taking them through some of the resources that are available to them um, so that they understand uh, how to do their own fishing um, because we're definitely teaching them to fish so that they can uh, they can fish for themselves rather mm. than being dependent on someone else, um, you know, them. providing them uh, with 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 that. So, um, the the skills that they get are not just for finding the next job, but yep. really to manage their career development um, throughout their their lives. Skills for life are they exactly <laughs> exactly, um, and um, I would say the. I can also talk about how I work as a career coach mm. and we can talk about whether they've had coaching before, yeah. um, what that experience was like for them um, and to, to really understand their expectations in terms of what they um, would like to get from, from career coaching and then I can um, sort of share whether that there's a, a clear understanding of, of the way we work and whether that would be a, um, a fit and then I guess following that is—is is it normal for it to be—is it one session that you would normally have with someone, or is it multiple? Like I guess it varies between each person, but 
what would would you be expect to do one session or more than one? Yeah, it really depends on the needs of the participant. Uh, some people may, may attend one session and then they're very clear in terms of their objective. Um, they can um, sort of access the resources and then they can prepare uh, for different opportunities and, and then get to where they want to go on their own. Um, probably more commonly, I would say people have a few interactions um, with the career coaches um, and they work uh, particularly when it comes to them identifying different uh, opportunities and um, sort of strategizing in terms of how they can um, make the most of the opportunities that they, they have. Um, and when they're also going through um, interviews as well. You know, how do you prepare for an interview? How can you, how can you practice so the career coaches can um, can help them there? Um, and also in terms of sort of emotional support, I would say um, mm. sometimes um, interviews go to plan. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, um, you know, just due to the competitive nature of uh, interviewing of and um, and the importance of uh, of fit. Um, sometimes people are disappointed and then um, it's uh, you know important to have someone that you can talk through that with and to re-strategize and to think about where you go next and yep. how that's changed your priorities um, so it's really being able to take stock of um, of what's happened and having someone there with you um, if, when you're making sort of um, uh, decisions or if you're having difficulty with p particular decisions then um, yeah you can come to the career coaches at that stage very good I don't think you can undersell that point either that's a very important part we all know the uh, the career recruitment process can be very frustrating very time-consuming mm -hmm. um, so you're having someone to reflect on yeah very nice okay um, that brings us to the end so I all I can say is uh, thank you very much for your time Thank and you, Luke. No problem. And all I can say now is uh, I wish you all the very best for your own career. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, you too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of In The Know. If you want to find out any additional information on the career and leadership topics discussed today, head to inthenow.insead.edu forward slash podcast. If you want to know more about any of INSEAD's master programs, head to insead.edu.